for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills and Joey Madore. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills, the mic alongside Joe Medor, got you up until 7 o'clock today on this 30th day of September, 6.06 on the clock and 68 degrees and partly sunny outside. A heartbreaker, and you heard it right here on 970 WATH, it was a heartbreaker for the Cincinnati Reds. They fall in 13 innings to the Atlanta Braves by a score of 1 to nothing. Freeman with an RBI single. Knocks home the run for Atlanta, and that's how that game ended. Of course, the Braves were the home team. Uh, a lot of missed opportunities for the Cincinnati Reds in this game. A couple of times, bases loaded. A couple of times, second and third, and less than three outs. There's opportunities that the Reds could not capitalize on, and uh, they, they lose today's ball game again, one to nothing. Disappointing loss, but you got another game tomorrow, and it looks like that game will hit the airwaves at 11.30. That'll be a 12 o'clock first pitch, 11.30 for the pregame here. But, Joey, uh, you know, a lot of lot of missed opportunities for Cincinnati today, and they out-hit them, 11-6, but left 26 men on base, and you can't win a ball game when you do that, especially with the great pitching that they got from Trevor Bauer. Well, what you saw today, or today, because, you know, this game started at noon, was the downfall of a team that lives and dies by the home run ball. And uh, when you aren't able to be able to lift one out, you know, that's uh, that's what it is. It's been one of their Achilles heels all season long, being able to get a big hit that's not a home run. Just a, so many times where, you know, not even a hit. They just need a fly ball or a ground ball. They, one time, one of the extra innings, I believe, was the 11th. They had first and third, nobody out. Even if you ground it to a double play, you're going to take a one nothing lead because they're gonna the run's going to come in to score, right? And that's all you have to do is put the ball in play. And in that situation, they struck out three straight times. I mean, they struck yeah. out 16, uh, what was it, 19, 16 times overall in the game? Yes, they struck out 16 times. I mean, you cannot win a ball game when you're striking out 16 times and, you know, your pitcher's been dealing. Trevor Bauer went out there and he pitched his heart out. Seven and two-thirds, two hits, no walks, 12 strikeouts. He did everything that he needed to do in this game, and now you put yourself in a hole, and you're going to have to win two more to try to advance. I mean, you could not have asked more from Bauer, but your hitting needs to be timely. It needed to be more timely than it was. They got 11 hits in the ball game, but struck out 16 times. And like you said, when you had the opportunity, you cannot strike out three in a row. Just put the ball in play. One person. A fly ball. Anything. Gets a lead. Just yeah anything just put the ball in play make something happen and they didn't do that today well i mean the hitting on both sides is pretty abysmal i mean at times it, it looked like a like a 9 10 travel baseball game when there's two kids who are really good at pitching and just no one can touch the ball i mean there were some stre some stretches in this game where the hitting was just um, like what are the approach these guys it looked like they were just hacking away and just praying that they were going to put the ball in play i mean you say it's you can't win with 16 strikeouts i mean you get, look on the other side the braves won today struck out 21 times and, uh, I mean, the frustrating part, I feel like, obviously, the Bauer start is wasted. You know, you got a great start out of him. But, look, I bet you everybody was trying to breathe, you know. No one was really breathing easy when they decided to pull Bauer out in that eighth inning to go to the bullpen. But look what the bullpen did. They went four and a third, shut out. And they added on to the strikeouts themselves. I believe they had nine strikeouts out of the pen today. 
So, you know, it wasn't all Bauer. The bullpen kept it up after him, and there were a couple situations they had to work out of, but they did. And then, you know, got 26 guys left on base. And they, they averaged two men left on base in inning. It was a 13-inning game, and they just had so many opportunities. And, you know, just the importance in a three-game series to take, to take the first game, it's, it's just so big because, you know, you take that one game, you have to win one more game out of two, right? And then you have all the momentum. Now you got to come back, and you can't lose. And oh. you probably got the best start you're going to get out of your guys. I mean, we know how good the red starting pitching is, but... Yeah, it's just uh, it's disappointing. It's a, it was a real missed opportunity. It, it just feels like with Cincinnati sports in the playoffs, uh, they find they really find a way to uh, make it difficult to continue to root for him because they find some absolutely brutal ways to lose playoff games. I mean, 26 guys left on bases. This was a game that they needed to win. This was a game that they had an opportunity to win. Castellanos goes three for six. Votto, two for five. Aquino, two for six. But none of those hits ever came consistent. They didn't, you know, have timely hitting for the Reds. Stenzel, two of four. You know, they had the opportunities. I mean, there was not a whole lot of times where you were going to capitalize on a walk. I mean, there's only was, uh, you know, five walks total in this ballgame between the two clubs. You know, so you were going to need to generate the offense yourself. You were going to need to go out there, get the hits, and, you know, get something done. Uh, but they also ran themselves out of a couple innings. Yeah, base base running was an issue, too. I remember it was, I believe, like the seventh inning. There was a leadoff single by Castellanos, and then Vado, I believe, followed up with a base hit of his own. And then right after that, it, with, on the Vado base hit, Castellanos gets aggressive on a base hit to left field and tries to, you know, get up the third base to have first and third with nobody out, and he gets thrown out. It's just like, come on, man. I mean, you're going to take two base runners at this point. No one's scoring. I mean, it's looking like, especially the way Bauer was pitching at that point, you're going to need one or two runs to win the game. So take your chances. The middle of the order is coming up with Suarez. Your four, five, and six guys are all following up with, with, with what would have been two guys on and nobody out, and you run yourself into that out. I mean, a good throw would have had him by a mile. It was a pulled the third baseman off the bag. He still had plenty of time. To, go, to make the throw and tag him out at third base. So that hurt. And then Votto on the – it was a base hit on the left side. The third baseman made a diving attempt at it. Didn't look like he had a real shot at making the play. Votto retreats back to second instead of going on the base hit. And it was a base in the left field. It definitely would have been deep enough if Votto gets a good jump to give the, the Reds that one nothing lead. He doesn't get a good jump. They have first and third again. They find a way to not score a run with runner in scoring position and less than one out once again. And, yeah, I mean, base running. You know, anything on the offensive side the Reds did today, I mean, besides get guys on base, was uh, really left something to be desired. And, of course, you know, if you want to voice your displeasure or what have you on the Cincinnati Reds, 740 740-592-6646. Four, six number to call in be on the sports fan just a disappointing loss because again the pitching was there they did their job you know but it that was the story all season long and it looked like over the last couple of weeks that the hitting was finally you know awoken you know it seems like they finally figured something out at the plate and that they were hitting consistently they were hitting timely they they were stringing hits together and, and scoring runs but they just could not do that in today's ballgame. And, you know, I was watching the uh, the game yesterday. I, I was watching the Indians game, the Indians-Yankees. That game's not going to be on until later on today. Uh, but I was sitting there and, and thinking here, Joey, Bieber 
had only pitched against the uh, the AL and NL Central. Yankees have only faced the AL and NL Central. East. Uh, yeah, the East. The AL and NL East. He's never seen the Yankees this season. Of course, in his career, he's seen the Yankees. But, you know, it's difficult to go out there and try to expect something different or to go out there in a season when you haven't seen the team all year long. You know, I don't know if that's going to be an advantage for the pitcher, if it's going to be an advantage for the hitter. Uh, but obviously it was an advantage for the hitter yesterday for the Indians. But for the Reds, I mean, Reds and Braves, you know, no off. I mean, it was as if, you know, they've never seen these pitchers before and just were swinging at anything. You know, a lot of strikeouts. Uh, you know, it wasn't bad baseball. You know, it, it's not like there were a ton of errors or anything sloppy. I mean, the base running issues you take an issue with with the Reds uh, because you, know, you, you ran yourself out of an inning. You know, even if it's first and second, you get a base hit, you got a good chance that the guy on second base is going to go out there and score. I get it. You haven't had any run support all game long, uh, but, you know, don't run yourself out of innings. I mean, Travis Darno, I watched him when he was with the Mets. He's, he doesn't have the best of arms, you know, but you ran yourself out of there. And you just cannot do that if you're going out there and trying to win postseason baseball. And I didn't hear what David Bell had to say in, in the postgame. You know, I was running around here at the station trying to do other things. But, you know, David Bell, it's, it, it's a, I think that was a bad decision. I don't think that you should have tried to, to steal there. You took the bat out of a guy's hand who you specifically put up there to pinch hit for Casale. You know, you, you took the bat out of his hands. And when you do that, it, it's just not a, not a good situation. You took the bat out of the hands of Davidson, who pinch hit. Then he put Tucker Barnhart behind the plate, and Barnhart went 0 for 3. Uh, but with Davidson, I get it. You sent him down to the alternate training site. He went through the waivers and maybe weren't necessarily expecting him to do anything at the plate. But he didn't even give him a chance. It's his job is a pinch hitter to try to generate something at the plate. And with Casale, 0 for 2, a strikeout, you wanted to try to get something going. But you run yourself out of that inning, you gave yourself no chance to, to score any runs. I, it, was, it was a baffling move to me. I heard the Cowboy make the call, and, and I was just disappointed because you ran yourself out of that inning, and I would have played it safe there, see what the, your pinch hitter could have done, and, and go from there. But it, just to run in that situation was was mind-boggling to me. I I mean, in a zero-zero game, you gotta make something happen. <laughs> you gotta make yeah, make something happen. But you yeah, but, exactly. That's why he stole. But if it's Casale at the plate, I get it. You're gonna go out there and steal and try to make something happen because Casale was 0 for two with a strikeout. But you put a pinch hitter out there to try and generate something at the plate with two outs. A runner on first with two outs and second, first and second. Okay. Yeah, but, so you try double steal, get two in scoring position. I mean, yeah, but he got thrown out. I mean, you you're trying to steal third base. I mean, it's easy to sit after the fact that he got thrown out and say it's a stupid decision. But I mean, you, you guys weren't getting any hits. You don't want to make. You didn't the, get a clutch hit all day. You don't want to make the last out at third, and that's what happened. He got tagged out in between short and third, and that's a throw. I mean, Darno does not have the best arm out there. It's easier for a catcher to go out there and throw it to third. He threw it to the shortstop, and then they had the. Uh, the tag out to end the inning. Uh, you just ran yourself out of that inning there, and, and it was just, uh, I don't know. I If I was manager, and I get it, I'm not, but I would not have made that decision to try to steal there with two outs. Now, if there's one out, no outs, and you want to try a double steal, and you want to try and see if you can catch the other team sleeping, and maybe you get two in scoring position, that's fine. Because even if you get the guy thrown out at third, you still have the chance that the guy at second 
because then you still have one at least one runner in scoring position. But with two outs, you're going to go out there and try to a double steal and get thrown out at third? I mean, come on. What are you doing there? Trying to move runners in the scoring position because you hadn't hit the ball in timely situations the whole game. But you had one in You score. have a guy who's hitting 163 at the plate. You're banking on him to get a base hit to, win, to give you a lead there? No, I mean, you're banking on a guy, Davidson, who's out there, two-pinch hit. It would, they Who hit 163 down. this year. Yeah, but you put him out there to give him a chance because you didn't have you, – you subbed out Casale, right? But at least, you know, you already have one in scoring position. Your starter was dealing at that point. You still – you had Bauer pitching into the eighth inning. You know, give your guy a chance to swing the bat. You know, I don't care that you wanted to try to get two runs in that inning. You at least want to get one. One run would have done it. The pitching for Cincinnati had it. But you don't want to run yourself out. I mean, to me, that changed the game. Because you had first and second, two outs. I don't know. That, that's, that's just my feeling on it. You ran yourself out of the inning. You got thrown out at third. You don't make the last out at third. I mean, yeah, I, mean, it's, I think he's trying to make something happen. They went one for 13 with runners in scoring position in the game. <laughs> like, make it happen with less than two outs. You know? So it's different to you if he gets thrown out with one out, then the next guy strikes out, then the inning? I mean, I don't... But yeah, but it, you're, again, it's an easier throw to make it down to third, right? I mean, that's an easy throw. I don't think it was a fast runner on second base. I forget who's on second. I mean, I could go back and check who's on second. But this, the, the odds that you're going to steal third base are slim. You know, you're going with a double steal there. And with, with one out, with no outs, you get thrown out at third, fine. You still have the guy on second. You have a chance to score a run with a base hit. That, to me, would have been all right if it was less than two outs. But with two outs, you get thrown out on the base paths, and you take the bat out of the hand of the pinch hitter who you put out there to hit. You wanted him to swing. He didn't even have a... He had one pitch, if that, to go out there and, and try to hit it. And he missed it. And he get thrown out. It, it just was not a good decision to me to run it. Obviously, there were a whole lot of other things in this ballgame. I mean, a lot David of other Bell missed didn't, opportunities. didn't strike out 16 times and leave 26 guys on base. And, uh, I mean, yeah, but do it with one out. Do it with two outs. Uh, don't, 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 don't do it with two outs, you know. Make something happen when you have an out to play with. I mean, what if it worked? We'd be sitting here talking about how gutsy and a great call it was. I mean, it's just one of those things. I don't know. I disagree with trying to nail him for that after the fact. I don't if it worked out and the guy gets a base hit, they scored two runs. It was the greatest managerable move ever. So, well, with a, a, I, I don't know if I'd call it a, a great move because if the guy gets a hit, right, the guy from second still scores. Not necessarily. You just said you didn't think he was fleet of foot, the guy on second base. If he gets a base hit, how's he scoring? I got to go back and see who's in the. Uh, I'll take a look at the seventh inning, see who's up there, uh, and actually figure out you know, who's on second. Uh, but the last out was uh, Aristides Aquino. He was out. It is what it is. You know, Aquino gets gets thrown out. Or the uh, yeah. I don't know. Just a, a, a disappointing ball game, of course, for Cincinnati. Uh, they were not able to, to get the win today, and they out-hit them 11-6. They just could not string any hits together. We'll take a short break. We'll go dive in deep dive into MLB today. 
couple teams have clinched as they move forward into the MLB postseason. Uh, of course, the Indians will come up later on today. Uh, they, they're in a must-win situation unless they'll lose to the Yankees, and the Yankees would advance. Uh, Tampa Bay advances, and we'll break it down when we return. You're listening to the Sportsman on 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. For the best in rock, grunge, metal, and whatever, join Scott. Ah, what a good night. Every Wednesday and Thursday night at 10 till midnight on Power 105 with Full Throttle. Hey, hey guys, I'm loving Full Throttle tonight. I'm rocking, you're rocking, shoot sugar, everybody's rocking tonight. Brought to you by Avalanche Pizza, where every pizza is an adventure. So it turns out many people don't know that c and Hardware in Athens sells major appliances. Everything from refrigerators to washers and dryers, all delivered for free. Plus they're delivered by the c and staff, not a third party out of Columbus. c and will haul away the old appliances for free. Some places charge as much as $30. If you want to pick it up, you can do that too. We have over 100 appliances in stock. When you are in the market for a new kitchen appliance, think c and Hardware first. Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 10 o'clock p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse over on West Union Street in Athens. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work-study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. You're listening to 970 WATH and the Sports Fan. Back inside for the Sports Fan right here on the 97s of WATH. Mills on the mic along with Joe Medora up until 7 o'clock today. I got Troy Boland coming our way tomorrow as we'll break down the Athens and NY matchup. And, of course, uh, we also have got Coach Rusty Richards coming your way tomorrow. Uh, we'll talk with him. We'll break down that game of the week. Uh, and we will also figure out, you know, depending on what the Reds do, uh, if we will have a game on the stage, if we'll have two or just one, because if we just have one game, we'll shift over Athens NY over to our power station, Power 105. And then, of course, 6.50, you hit the airwaves at the pregame, 7 o'clock for first kick with Brad Walker and Matt Frazee. And then uh, if we do have a second game, if we're able to, if the Reds, you know, if that's going to be an early game or if it's going to be uh, Reds take an early exit in the postseason, uh, then, of course, we'll have two games on. And I believe we're going to have Trimble in South Gallia. Uh, we'll go down to South Gallia. I don't think Trimble's going to have any coverage down there. We'll provide them some coverage as they wrap up their six-week regular season, and then we get into the postseason and the postseason talk. Uh, of course, tomorrow it will be the OHSAA releasing the seedings for uh, each team. So we'll figure out, you know, who's the one seed? Who, where does Trimble get seeded? Athens, NY, and so on and so forth. 
so it, it, exciting show tomorrow. Of course, high school football, once we enter into the postseason, we've got a lot of sports in the postseason right now. Uh, you know, it's all picking up and getting ready to go. Uh, yesterday was a 12-3 to win for the Yankees over the Indians, and tonight it will be uh, Yankees-Indians again, and I believe that's late-night game, and it is at 7.08. The latest game is at 10.08 between the Brewers and the Dodgers. Uh, but Yankees-Indians, uh, Tanaka on the mound, and Carrasco for Cleveland. So that should be a, a good pitching matchup. Yankees, again, lead that series one to nothing. Right now in the bottom of the sixth inning, it's the Rays over the Blue Jays by a score of 8-2. to two. Uh, They've got two outs in the bottom of the sixth right now. Bottom three, Cardinals-Padres, Cardinals six, Padres three. Uh, that's the first game of this three-game series for the NL wildcard series. Uh, Reds-Braves again in 13, Braves one, Reds nothing. Uh, Houston advances over Minnesota. They win. They sweep the Texans, or they sweep, not the Texans, I'm, I'm thinking about football, uh, but they sweep the Twins by a score of 3-1 to one tonight. Uh, earlier on today, Marlins get a surprise win over the Cubs, 5-1. to one, And the White Sox lose to the Athletics, 5-3. to three. We are waiting on that final because when that happens, that means that there will be Reds baseball at 11.30 as opposed to any other time during the day tomorrow, depending on what other teams did what. Uh, so we will have the Reds 11.30 with the first pitch happening at 12.08. Uh, but baseball postseason is in full swing, and I'm happy to see, you know, in extras, they're not doing that you know, extra guy on second base anymore. Uh, you know, I, I it was to make the season go faster. I get it. You know, get the game in, get it done quick, get it done within 10, maybe 11 innings. Uh, I, I wasn't a huge fan of putting in an extra guy. Well, I mean, A, you know. Why change anything ever, Connor? I know. You don't like change. Not a big change guy over there. I'm not saying that I don't like change. Ah. I'm just saying, come on, the guy didn't earn to get on second base. In baseball, you got to earn your way across the base paths. I'd rather a one-nothing game like it was with the Reds and Braves in 13 rather than just putting the last guy who made an out on second base. Mm -hmm. So if it was so easy to do, how come there were times when a team in the bottom of the 10th would win without giving up a run in the top half of the inning? I'm not saying that it was easy to do. I'm just saying I don't like that they put the guy out there. That's all. I, I would rather the guy earn his way on base. You know, I'll, I'll have the pitcher to have an empty base base paths you know, to start the inning. I mean, you're having a guy leads off with a home run. It's a two-run homer, but I got him. It, it would be that the first time the inning starts, and it, it was. You know, you hit a homer, lead, the guy leads off with a, with a solo or with a two-run shot, even though he leads off the inning. I don't know. It's to me the whole extra inning thing. I hope that goes away next year. That that's all I'm saying. I, I wasn't a big I fan of it. Excitement in baseball is boring, isn't it? But it's it's <laughs> the guy didn't earn his way on. I'd rather him just go out there, get his get a hit, get a walk, bunt him over, whatever it is, get him in scoring position. I'd rather that than just throw a, a guy out there. But I did like the DH in the NL. I'll say that. As the regular season you know, is over for MLB, I, I like the, the DH for the, the National League. I know a lot of traditional baseball guys might not like uh, you know, the DH in the NL, but you know, I, I'd, I'd be happy to continue that. Ah, uh, all of a sudden. What? Well, you have a change of heart on that one, then. I mean, before well, I, I you, were, you were all in on the, but now the Mets lead the league in batting average of the DH, and you're all, you're all in on the, on the DH for the, for the NL next year. I think, 
I gave it it's a okay. chance. It's a good take. It's a good take. I gave it a chance. I wanted to see how it would play the season. It was a weird 60-game shortened season. And I gave it a chance. Mm-hmm. And I liked the DH in the NL. I just did not like the extra, you know, extra guy on the base paths in the extra innings. I'll tell you something else I like. I don't know if uh, I would continue to put 16 teams in the postseason. I'd probably at least cut it down to 14, so it's less than half or two. Go back to just doing 10. But I do like having a three-game series for the wild card rather than just one game. Uh, I think that uh, yeah. makes it a little bit more interesting. I mean, obviously, anything can happen in one game. So sometimes that's not indicative of who the who the better team is. So I do like having a little short series. You can get it done really quick. You can play three games in three days when it's baseball. So, Right, and it's not like you have to bounce back and forth between each other's ballpark. You know, you don't have to take travel in, into consideration. You just go out there. You, you uh, do your best three-game series. If you're the lower seed, you're away. A home seed, you get to host it. And uh, you know, I, I do like the three games, but I don't know if I'm really thrilled with more than half the league making it into the postseason, plus teams with losing records also making it into the postseason. Yeah, even though I would have been thrilled if, if the Mets made it, but they had a losing record. They didn't deserve it. And baseball, you got to go out there and earn it. Right? It's, it's a long and grueling season, 162 games. You know, whoever's at the end makes it out to the end like that. They deserve it. You know, those top ten, they go out there and they've earned it. Uh, but I, I'm not a big fan of the 16 teams plus a couple of losing records out there. Uh, so there you go. I got two negatives. I got you know no extra guy on the base paths during the regular season, and you know reduce the size of the postseason before you just decide to let everybody in. I mean, you got 16. Uh, people in right now i'd i'd rather just keep it the way that it was for the postseason and just extend the series because like you said i i kind of like it It has a little bit more of importance you're not just stressing that you know here's your race here's the other team's ace and now you have to you know go out there a little bit more strategy involved with it um but mlb made it through they made it through the 60 game season only a couple teams didn't make it to 60 games whether it be the cardinals whether it be you know, other teams that got hit with the virus and had to postpone or weather postponed, what have you. Uh, but still, you know, they made it through. You got to tip your cap to everybody who was involved to make it happen. Yeah, there was a lot of naysayers for all sports leagues, really, across uh, anybody not doing a bubble. I mean, once they saw the NBA thing worked out, I think people got on board with that. Same with the NHL. But everybody said there was no way that uh, sports like baseball and football and things like that were going to travel. And, yeah, I mean, there a few teams had some guys here and there test positive early. The only ones that really had an extended time off were the Cardinals missed like about a week and a half, two weeks. But then they got back and look, they're in a postseason position right now, you know, playing a series with, uh, who does St. Louis have again? St. Louis currently has a series against Padres. the Padres. Yeah, that's right. But, uh, you know, they, they made it work. Uh, everybody was kind of skeptical how you're going to make up games with uh, such a short schedule with not a lot of time. They figured that all out with the seven inning thing. So I think it's encouraging for uh, a league like the NFL, who's also not necessarily doing a bubble-type situation. I know they just had a, a situation with the Titans this past week. But, I mean, don't, don't be so quick to, to, you know, blow the whistle on this whole every time someone gets COVID on a team, it's just going to be the end of the world. Because, I mean, that's what people thought with the MLB. And they were able to figure it out. Now they're playing in the postseason. I mean, MLB, there's nothing like playoff baseball. It's uh, some of the most... Uh, exciting thing to watch because every little move that a manager makes every little 
every little stolen base, every little pass ball, wild pitch, every error, everything gets magnified when it comes to playoff and elimination baseball. So that's uh, it's some of the more exciting playoffs I think I like to watch when it comes to professional sports. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you know we mentioned a little bit. You were talking about COVID. Um, they did postpone that game between the Titans and Steelers. So that game will not happen on Sunday. And then I believe that they said they're just going to give it a couple days. I believe they're going to try to make it up either on a Monday or a Tuesday. So we were talking yesterday on the sports event about how they might be able to reschedule this game. And I think that that's what they're going to try to do. Give it a couple days. And if you even have to quarantine a couple people, if you're not going to have your starters out there, uh, just make it happen. You know, quarantine whoever you have to quarantine, isolate whoever you have to isolate after the contact tracing, and then make it happen with with the uh, the game in the recent future. So whether that be a Monday game with the Titans or a Tuesday game with the Titans and the Steelers, uh, you know, there's no midweek action right now, so they can still go out there and have those games. Yeah, it'll so be like that. You, go, you, have, you have a Miami quarterback in Ben Roethlisberger whenever it happens too. So there you go, it prints perfectly. There you go. Yeah. You could just and take the action at the NFL level. Deontay Johnson's also in the Steelers at a Toledo. So a couple of Mac guys would be involved in that one. Yeah. That would be a, uh, that could even, Mac could even brand it that way too. Right. Little, uh, midweek action before we get back into the season. Uh, Ohio's first game for football. They're coming back. If you missed it, uh, Bobcats will be back on November 4th and on the 24th, if my memory serves correctly, it will be Ohio State and the Big Ten coming back. So you got the Big Ten coming back. You got Ohio coming back. Uh, and the rest of the Mid-American Conference now happen in November. So that'll be good. You know, Frank Solich, I'm sure, is excited. Get ready to go back up and uh, you know, get this season ready to go. But MLB postseason, again, couple score updates it's still raised over the blue jays if uh tampa bay beats the blue jays that would advance the rays into the next uh series top of the fourth cardinals still hold a six to three lead over the padres six to three again uh reds fall to the braves one to nothing astros advance over the twins three to one uh miami leads the series one nothing after their five to one win over the cubs and then Athletics beat the White Sox. That series is tied at 1-1. One and one. So that'll be the first one going to the uh, third game here in this wild card, uh, opening the AL wild card series. But we'll take another short break on the sports fan. We've got more stuff coming up. And we'll preview a little bit what's coming up within the week. You're listening to the Sports Fan on 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. Do you have foot pain? Foot pain is not normal regardless of your age or job. Podiatric physicians are the most qualified doctors to care for your feet and can provide important foot care solutions or shoe inserts to better manage foot pain. Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association podiatric physicians are located throughout the state and are dedicated to providing the highest quality foot and ankle care. We've been serving the profession and the public for over 100 years. To find a member of the Ohio Foot and Ankle Medical Association near you, visit associationsadvanceohio.com. Cowboy. Und Glauben, Glauben. 
for the best in rock, grunge, metal, and whatever, join Sky. Ah, oh, what a good night. Every Wednesday and Thursday night at 10 till midnight on Power 105 with Full Throttle. Hey, hey guys, I'm loving Full Throttle tonight. I'm rocking, you're rocking, shoot sugar, everybody's rocking tonight. Brought to you by Avalanche Pizza, where every pizza is an adventure. Introducing Wendy's new pretzel bacon pup cheeseburger. With a pretzel bun, bacon, beer cheese, and a quarter pound of fresh, never frozen beef, nothing will distract you from your mission to have one. Not even your garage door. Which was clearly in the way. The pretzel bacon pup cheeseburger. Only at Wendy's. Download the app to order ahead and get some Wendy's rewards. Approximate wait before cooking. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S. on Alaska and Canada. Ever participating Wendy's for a limited time. Wendy's app registration required. Quality. You hear that word a lot in commercials, but there's one business in town whose quality and prices are unsurpassed. I'm talking about Minuteman Press on Washington Street right next door to the Donkey Cafe. Uptown. You see, Minuteman Press is a hybrid. First, it's a full-service sheet-fed press where they can create great art to meet your needs that the other places are simply unable to do. And they're also a complete copy shop as well. Minuteman Press on Washington between Court and Congress. 593-7393. That's 593-7393. You're listening to The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Sports Fan right here on 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. Mills the mic along with Joey Moore. Reds again fall to the Braves, one to nothing in 13 innings, and that will force, hopefully, for Reds fans a game three. But you know, Braves are in the driver's seat right now, and they, they've uh, you know got a good matchup tomorrow. Anderson will go for Atlanta and for Cincinnati. Luis Castillo, Castillo, of course, had a, a three ERA for uh, the Cincinnati Reds this season, and he will look to you know continue on his his season success. I thought he pitched well. Uh, he was uh, someone who you know, the Reds counted on down the stretch, a 3.21 ERA, went four and six, uh, you know, but not a whole lot of offensive support, you know. So uh, all he had to do, he did his job. Uh, an ERA of 3.21 is, is pretty good. 89 strikeouts, 70 innings pitched. So he did his job this season, and, you know, Reds will look to count on him again tomorrow. Yeah, uh, and you're going against a guy and Ian Anderson, young pitcher, got called up a little late for the Braves this year, but he did play pitch pretty darn well when he did. Uh, never pitched less than five innings, except I think he might have went four and two-thirds one time. But other than that, I mean, he's been solid. It's just uh, after today, you just got to real, you just gotta wonder, where's the offense coming from, you know? Uh, just, I mean, you know you can get the hits, but the story of the season has been they haven't been able to get the hits when they really matter, and uh, it, it was kind of amplified today. They've been a... a you know, they're bottom of the league in batting average in the regular season, but they were top 10 in home runs, and that's what they lived and died by all season. And, you know, they couldn't get one today, especially when it mattered most. I mean, and also, just to think, they didn't make solid contact really most of the day either. I mean, they got some base hits here and there. I think they only had one extra base hit for the game. So do you trust this lineup to be able to string some hits together off a young pitcher who's, you know, they're not going to have much of a scouting report on him to begin with, and they already didn't play the Braves the entire season, so that's a... That's a big disadvantage there. I mean, Castillo's going to come in and turn in a, a decent performance, I imagine, but the Braves can scratch two or three across on him. Do you really trust the Reds' lineup to be able to match that? And then, you know, the bullpen pitched well today, but, you know, everybody, everybody that's a Reds fan holds their breath every time the starter gets yanked from a game. I don't know. I like, And plus, 
you know, you had a real shot. It's a, just a demoralizing loss because you're a real shot to go up 1-0 on the two seed, really have the, the Braves reeling, have that thought in the back of their minds saying, oh, man, we're going to lose another playoff series that we should have won because they haven't won one in 19 years. And uh, they missed that opportunity. You know, it's going to be tough for David Bell, I feel like, to rally the club tomorrow. Uh, hopefully he can just keep spirits high and they're, go out there and battle. Yeah, and I, I hope so too because, you know, the Reds are a team that they caught fire at the end. You know, it was a team that did not live up to their potential during the regular season. Uh, and, and I think, you know, they, they have that mindset to where, you know, maybe if it was a 162-game season, maybe they would have figured it out, you know, by game 80, by game, you know, maybe 90. You know, as you go throughout, uh, but they just did not have, you know, that chemistry in the beginning. They did not have, uh, you know, bats couldn't hit. Pitching was there. Pitching dominated, uh, but they just could not, you know, swing the bat with consistency. And you know, they're going to have to, all comes down to tomorrow. You know, it's a winner go home situation. Uh, Reds, Braves, uh, Reds are going to go against Ian Anderson. Anderson made his major league debut on August 26th. Uh, faced the Yankees nonetheless and got the win, uh, only allowed one earned run over uh, six innings pitched. Uh, and then his last, his really his shortest outing was against the Marlins. Uh, only three innings pitched there, but uh, he's started ever since uh, August 26th. And his last time out against Miami nonetheless uh, was five and two-thirds, allowed seven hits, three runs, but none of them were earned. So the ERA right there, he doesn't really have a big sample size. You can't judge him by, you know, what, what his stats say. Uh, but 11 runs, 7 earned. Why can't you judge him by what his stats say? Well, one, one point, <laughs> you don't really, it's a rookie, you know. It's a guy that you, yes, you can judge him if you really want to judge him by the stats. 3-2 uh, record, 1.95 ERA, 6 games started this season, uh, and 32 and a third innings pitched. That's pretty good. Opponents are, the one thing that you can point at, opponent batting average at 172. So he's holding opponents to just a 172 average, and that is pretty good. Yeah. So that's something that you might have to be concerned about if you're a Reds fan. You know, this guy has hold opponents down to, you know, below 200 batting average. That is worrisome, especially if you're the Reds who just you had 11 hits, and you could not get that hit today uh, to drive home any runs. You had people on the base paths. You left on 26 men on base. Just... You had to figure something out, and, and, and they didn't. Um, and it's not going to get easier against Ian Anderson either, um, by the looks of it. So. If, I mean, if you could take something positive from today, what you can do is take a look at what the pitching did, and they faced one of the best lineups in baseball in the Braves, probably only second to the Dodgers, and the Braves had six hits, right? I mean, for a while there, they went from the sixth inning to about, I think it was the 11th or 12th without picking up a base hit. They basically shut down a really good lineup. They struck out 21 times, right? It wasn't that the fact that the Braves' lineup was better. I mean, they just got the timely hit when they needed it in the 13th inning. Freddie Freeman's been one of the best players in the NL this year, so that happened. You weren't going to keep him down for the entire series, right? But what you can look at is the fact that, you know, Bauer and company and the bullpen too, bullpen struck out nine guys combined, made that really good lineup look really silly at times today. So, you know, hopefully if you're... Looking at Castillo, he can do the same thing tomorrow. You get a guy on base, maybe Moustakis, somebody gets a hold of one. You get out to a 2 nothing lead, and the Braves lineup continues to struggle. That is something you can take a look at and hope that that is a possibility. But as you mentioned, I mean, Ian Anderson, 
under 200 batting average against the guys he's faced in, in just the, the small sample size you have of him this year. So, and another thing, sometimes, you know, managers get a little trigger happy when, in playoff games when it comes to pulling a pitcher out, right? You know, if they get up in that 80 pitch range in about the fourth inning, they're quick to get him out of there. But probably will not uh, see that too much in tomorrow's game due to the fact that you played 13 innings and both teams had to, bull- had to blow through a decent amount of their bullpen. So it'll be interesting to see how that all gets worked out and how long the leashes will be uh, for the starters tomorrow due to the fact that tonight's ga- or this afternoon's game ran, uh, ran a bit long. And again, if you missed it earlier, uh, with the Oakland win over the White Sox, that now puts it as a 11:30 uh, pregame, 12 o'clock start for the Cincinnati Reds against the Atlanta Braves. Luis Castillo will go against Ian Anderson, and it, it's a tough matchup. You know, it, it is a, uh, a it's a hard game. You know, you got to be lucky in baseball. Uh, you got to get consistent hitting, and you just got to hitting's contagious but it just was not contagious enough uh, to go out there and win the ball game today. But tomorrow, they got to they gotta adjust. And I would say that, you know, the Reds would be quicker on the draw to take out Castillo than I would say the Braves. Because the Braves now have another shot at getting a win on Friday should the game, should they lose and then go on Friday. Because that would even put the, uh, the Reds' bullpen down even worse. Uh... But you know the Reds are playing a win. The Braves are you know, obviously playing a win too. But they have a little bit more breathing room because they got Game One. I know? mean, if I'm a Bra- if I'm a if I'm you know snicker for the Braves right now, I'm <laughs> trying my best to win tomorrow because you're going to get a very similar situation possibly if you get to Game Three on Friday and Sonny Gray's waiting because Sonny Gray is just as capable as turning in a performance like Bauer did today and. You know, the Braves shouldn't feel great about today's win, right? I mean, obviously, you're up one nothing. You got the win at home. You're in the driver's seat, but you very easily could have lost the game. How many times does the team leave 26 guys on base and you end up winning, you know? That, right. that, that doesn't happen often. No. And, I mean, it, it didn't get better for the Braves either because they left 20 men on base. Right. You know, it, it was a uh, Osuna leaves three men on base. Uh, Adam Duvall leaves four on base. Stansby Swanson leaves three on base. You know, it was not a very productive outing for Atlanta hitters either. So as much as we're ragging on the Reds, I mean, the, the Braves didn't do that much better. Uh, but it just hurts a lot more with the with the Reds because the guy who really you needed to come through today and didn't was Mike Moustakis. He walked, he struck out once. At least he put the ball in play, but he needed a hit. Uh, he was 0 for 5 today, five men on base. That was the most out of anybody. Um you needed your guy that you signed in the offseason to go out there and do a job, and he failed to do his job. Multiple times. Multiple times. I mean, it's impossible to leave more than, you know, three men on base in a uh, in, a, in an at-bat. He was, five. He was one of those that came up first and third, nobody out, and went on to, uh, you know, yeah, not hit a fly ball, which is what he's supposed to do. He's a home run power guy. He couldn't do it. He struck out. Right. Just put the ball, I mean, if it was less than two outs, put the ball in play. You know, put just just get the bat on the ball, and he did. I mean, he only struck out once. Uh, but, you know, you, you got to, if you're going to spend the money on Moustakas, and he was one of the larger free agent signings uh, that, that the Reds had in the offseason, if you're going to spend the money on him, you need him to come through and produce at the biggest moments. And th- today was a big moment. Last night, 
you know, they, they asked, you know, is Garrett Cole worth the $324 million that the Yankees signed him for? Well, he won the, the game. He won the game for the Yankees. He put them in a good position, you know, put the Yankees in a good position to then beat the Indians tonight because they're up on the series one to nothing. Was he worth it? Right now, yes, because he did his job in the postseason. And Moustakas, he did not. Now, he was a big factor in why the Reds are in the postseason. He's a big factor why they got here. Uh, but you know, baseball and sports is just really, you know, what have you done for me lately? And with that game ending at around, you know, 4.30, 5 o'clock, lately, it was 0 for 5. And uh, did, did not get the job done, especially with men on base today. And you can go up and down the lineup and, and, and say the same thing. You know, you got uh, Eugenio Suarez with three men left on base. You got Farmer with four guys left on base. He went 0 for 5 and two strikeouts. You just got to put the bat on the ball, get a hit. Um, they, they were not unable to do that. And it, it's, a, it's a shame because they put themselves in a position to win, especially. I mean, we haven't talked about it nearly as much as maybe we should, but Trevor Bauer, seven and two-thirds, two hits, no walks, 12 strikeouts, a masterful, masterful performance from your ace out on the mound. And uh, when you pitch like that, you expect to go out there and win the ball game. Yeah, I mean, not a bad performance thrown on the other side, though, from uh, Max Freed. He pitched seven innings shutout with, uh, I believe, five strikeouts he ended up with. Yeah. And I had the pitch out of trouble a few times, and he, he stayed calm and was able to do it. Uh, I, I mean, we talked about it yesterday. We expected this one to be low scoring. I saw the over-under was seven and a half, and I saw a tweet from uh, Big Cat from Barstool, and he said he took the over in this game. And it was the first ever baseball playoff game that was 0-0 through 12 innings. <laughs> Bad, bad pick there from, from Big Cat. Uh, I wish I would have known that, actually. I would have hammered that under, too. Well, I mean, you didn't put any money on this game, did you? No. 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 So, and we'll talk. The one thing that we missed. I did think about the Reds because they were plus money, and I thought they would have had a shot to win this game. But uh, yeah, The one thing that we've missed over the past couple of months, uh, you know, Troy. I mean, Troy's been... He used to bet a lot. I, I used to get some good insider betting information from him. Oh, I'm, um, I'm taking the Indians tonight. Plus, are you? 120 against the Yankees. Really? I like go? a home base. I like a home team that's that's underdogs. I always like that. A home team that's underdogs. Yeah. You don't hear those two things really matched up every now so often. Plus, it's good. I'm up. I'm up right now on the book. We we got some money to play with. So I'm just gonna throw a little little thing out there. Oh, there you go. Uh, but that game, 7.08 tonight with the Indians and the Yankees. Reds again tomorrow will play at 11.30 because that's a, uh, the first pitch will be at 12. Pregame right here on 970 WATH will be 11.30. Uh, and then, depending on what happens there, uh, high school football on Friday will uh, will adjust. You know, we got to be a little bit flexible with these schedules here because we've got either uh, Athens NY right here on this station or Athens NY over on WXTQ 105.5 FM, because uh, we'll flex them over to the, the power station uh, should we need to. But that, that is the big game in Athens County, and we'll be talking a lot about it tomorrow. I think Trevor Stevens is going to call in tomorrow as well. We'll get some updates from him. We'll get some updates from Coach Rusty Richards. And uh, Troy Bolin returns to the Hewahan of Athens and Lancaster Football Friday Night Postgame Show. It'll be Troy. It'll be Joey. They've got you for the two hours on that program on Friday, and of course, Brad and I will join in. Hopefully, I'll have a game to go to, but uh, if not, yeah, we'll be around, we'll be here, and we'll be uh, rocking and rolling, ready to go. But big week 
Big week in high school football. Big week in uh, in MLB. We'll throw it to another break. On the other side, we'll wrap up the program as you're listening to the Sportsman on 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice. We celebrate life. In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics, cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't work from home with a busted computer? Call Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair at 740-590-1670. Or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. Weenie Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 10 o'clock p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse over on West Union Street in Athens. For the best in rock, grunge, metal, and whatever, join Sky. Ah, what a good night. Every Wednesday and Thursday night at 10 till midnight on Power 105 with Full Throttle. Hey, hey guys, I'm loving Full Throttle tonight. I'm rocking, you're rocking, shoot sugar, everybody's rocking tonight. Brought to you by Avalanche Pizza, where every pizza is an adventure. This is Dr. Mashika Roberts, Columbus Health Commissioner. The pandemic is more than a physical health issue. As parents, it's important to remember that our children are also coping with drastic life changes. One in four teens misuse a prescription drug at least once in their lifetime. We must talk to our kids about healthy coping strategies and the dangers of prescription drug misuse. Visit DontLiveInDenial.org to learn how to dispose of your leftover pills and talk to your kids about opiates. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Local teams, local opinions. The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. It's the Sports Fan. Presented by JK Contracting. And up until 7 o'clock to then where the World News Roundup and CBS News will be coming up next. And then, of course, we'll be here previewing everything coming up your way as it's a big week for postseason stuff. And it's a week where, you know, look, I woke up on uh, on Sunday, and you know it, it's week six in the OHSAA. Uh, we got the seeds coming out tomorrow. We've got a lot of a lot of things to look forward to. And uh, as we take a look in the MLB postseason right now, uh, not a whole lot has changed. No other finals. Athletics over White Sox. Series tied at one. Uh, Marlins. Cubs. Miami takes a five to one win. 
and they lead the series one nothing. Hmm. How about the Marlins? Yeah, I, I'm surprised about Miami. I mean, Miami was, I think, the surprise team, and Mattingly has to be the coach of the year. I'm fairly certain they had they had the second worst odds besides the Orioles to to make the World Series this year. Listen, what under new ownership, under the leadership of Don Mattingly, Marlins have looked better, and they beat the Cubs. I mean, you can't ask for much more out of Miami this year. I mean, and especially the way that they started their season. I mean, if you remember, you know, they, they didn't even start their season on time. Well, I mean, they had to put like 15 guys on their uh, on the COVID IL or whatever it was. Right. And they're winning with whoever knows. I mean, a couple of those guys, you had no idea where they came from. But, I mean, at the end of the day, they got the job done. They went out there. They won ball games. There, there's not much more that you could ask. And uh, you know, they find themselves in a good position up one to nothing. And then, of course, you know, later on tonight, uh, the big game that a, a lot of Ohio guys will be paying attention to, Yankees-Indians, will uh, be at 7.08. And they're getting the notification here that says it's going to be a delayed start. So I'm not sure why that's going to be delayed, but MLB has said that that game uh, will be a delayed start. Uh, but the, the time has not changed. 7.08 uh, is still when it will be. Uh, but got to root for the Ohio teams, right? Got to uh, ah. see how far they can go. I, I know you're from Baltimore. <laughs> oh, while you're on the Ohio station, you got to be, uh, you got to root for hey, man, some I, Ohio I, teams. I, was, I thought the Reds were going to win today. I really did think they had a shot, especially when I saw how Bauer was pitching. But they're not out of this thing yet. They got a chance tomorrow. Uh, if they pitch like they have been, they're always going to be in every game. So they're, they're going to have a shot to even this thing up and force a game three. Well, all they have to do, hit. Get hitting. Get you know, get the hits early, score some runs, give Castillo a little bit of a breather, let him pitch, and just see what happens from there. Then you got Sonny Gray, you get to game three, I think it could favor the Reds. But got to play the waiting game. 12 o'clock tomorrow, that's how long you got to wait for the Reds. Coming up next, CBS News at the top of the hour. And then, of course, we'll break down some things in the TVC Ohio and high school football with Troy Bolin and Trevor Stevens and Coach Rusty Richards. So you get ready for Friday. It's a sports fan presented by JK Contracting. For Joey Medora, I'm Connor Mills signing off. We'll see you tomorrow. In our 70th year of service.